Well, much has been spoken about over the last many months about Yeshiva Makar Chaim in Israel, a yeshiva that I would guess uh, the majority of the Jewish world had never heard of. And after the uh, kidnapping and murder of some of their students back in June, uh, it became probably one of the most well-known yeshivas in the entire world. Rabbi Steve Solomon is with us live via telephone. He is uh, leading an effort by the uh, Yeshiva Makar Chaim in Israel to actually name the campus for the three boys who were kidnapped and murdered back in June in Israel. Rabbi Steve Solomon, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning to you. Good morning to all the listeners. How would you describe the yeshiva? For those of us who are high school, post-high school, the type of yeshiva it is, for those of us for whom uh, Makar Chaim has suddenly you know, become part of the, uh, you know, of recognition in the world of the yeshivas. How would you describe the yeshiva to Jews around the world? Uh, Yeshivat Makor Chaim is, uh, in many ways, uh, has an interesting and unusual uh, characteristic. It was established about 30 years ago by uh, world-renowned uh, Ravadin Steinzaltz, uh, who is uh, probably best known uh, for the Gemaras that he has uh, published right. and continues to publish. Ravadin established a yeshiva uh, with a focus on excellence in Limu Torah, with a focus on Ahavat Yisrael, and with a Hasidic feel and flavor, not in the context of following a particular Rebbe or a particular Hasidic style, but rather the Hitlavut, the love, the warmth, uh, the use of music and, and song. And so it's, an, it's, a, it's a yeshiva that both has a high school program focused on a combination of uh, being excellent in Limut Torah and in uh, Hasidic fervor, but also has uh, several uh, adult ed programs, including uh, a Beit Midrash Lehit Chachut, what's called a re- Beit Midrash for Renewal, that uh, works with professional educators, menahalim, uh, to constantly have a focus on the student as opposed to the knowledge or the content. Rabbi and Steve, relationships emerge. Rabbi Steve Solomon is with us, and that's the reason, I guess, that... Uh, it, it, it is no, uh, it's not unusual to consider, based on your description, uh, why music and, uh, and the, um, uh, the intensity of uh, tefillah and shira, uh, you know, were such an important aspect in the aftermath of the kidnapping and then, of course, uh, after the murder of the boys, uh, based on the description of the yeshiva, that, that's uh, well understood. And in addition to that, as you just said, uh, the yeshiva certainly has a reputation for uh, for having uh, one of the top academic programs when it comes to Torah study in the country. Is it safe to say that uh, this yeshiva went from relative obscurity in terms of those around the world who have heard of it uh, to uh, you know uh, quite a tremendous amount of pro- of prominence, uh, unfortunately or infamously, because of what happened? Uh, tragically, uh, what you're saying, Nachum, is entirely correct. Uh, unusually. For uh, most uh, most day Torah, uh, the yeshiva has never been involved in any type of uh, of a fundraising campaign. Uh, most of the students are uh, Israeli, but there has been a uh, an eight year program now, an exchange program with Yeshiva University's MTA High School. So there are uh, students who come every year, and a similar program with students coming from South Africa. But the yeshiva. 
uh, prides itself on the personal relationships, and this is a characteristic of it. Uh, never has it gone out on any type of uh, fundraising, uh, other than now when there's been a collective decision uh, to be makim uh, amakom to, Torah le'ilu nishmat habanim. Right. Uh, so when was this announced? When did, the, when did this become news that, in fact, the campus would be named for the three boys? Uh, interestingly enough, and in some ways tragically, uh, the yeshiva had been looking for a permanent status. Uh, it has been in what in Israeli parlance uh, people refer to as uh, caravans, uh, temporary structures uh, on kibbutz kfar Sion. Uh, immediately after the uh, kidnapping and the murder of the boys in June, as you mentioned, uh, the government of the state of Israel decided that the best way to respond to this national tragedy uh, was, as we say, the heart of the Chaim, to choose life and to make a positive decision that we will be uh, building and building a Makom Torah in memory of the boys. And so the government awarded the yeshiva uh, 32 dunam, or some eight acres of land, uh, uncontested land in Gush Etzion, uh, and that was within about a month after uh, the tragedy occurred. So, the, okay, this is becoming more clear now. So, th- so if not for this tragedy, essentially the yeshiva would not be expanding. There would not be this effort, as you just said, to uh, spread life and Torah and the future of the Jewish people throughout that area of the Gush. I would say that it's not for this tragedy. A Kodesh Baruch works in, in mysterious ways. Uh, it might be years still before this happened. There's a lot of bureaucracy everywhere, but certainly in Israel. Uh, and this was a singular event that united all of Klal Yisrael, including members of government, uh, which, as we know, were heading to an election that couldn't stay together or agree on too much else. Uh, but uh, from all angles of the government, uh, all the ministers decided that this was the right response, and the land was awarded along with a pledge for 50% of the uh, funding. And uh, since that time, the yeshiva, working with three families, uh, has uh, developed plans. And this is our first time, actually, uh, in North America, uh, meeting with people who have an interest in being part of this project. So we get an opportunity, essentially, to fund the other 50%. That's basically how it works. Uh, not only that, uh, because of the uh, cry and uh, desire for unity, which we've heard from all three of the mothers in particular, uh, Racheli Frankel, uh, Iris uh, Sher, and uh, Iris Ifrach uh, and Bakalim Sher, have spoken of the one positive, p- tremendous uh, outgrowth of what happened is a sense of unity among Klal Yisrael. And uh, the yeshiva has designed a campaign that would allow everybody, regardless of, of, of means and ability, to literally uh, build a brick uh, in this yeshiva and uh, to be able to be uh, contribute to uh, raising up the Makom Torah, Nishmat, uh, Rabbi Steve Solomon is with us. He's coordinating this uh, this effort for the Yeshivat Makar Chaim. What neighborhoods and communities will you be visiting in North America during your stay here? Uh, on this trip, I'm actually accompanying uh, one of the Russian Yeshiva, Rabbi David Rabinovich, um, who just arrived yesterday. 
with the returning students from the Yeshiva University MTA exchange program, uh, along with four students from Makor Chaim, uh, who will be spending several weeks uh, at MTA. So we will be spending uh, our time in this, in this week uh, in New Jersey, the Teaneck, Bergenfeld area, uh, in Long Island, uh, in West Hempstead, in Manhattan, uh, and in neighboring communities. How, how Later we- on... Sorry. Later on, we're planning to return again around just before and after Pesach, where we'll be going uh, to Florida. We'll be going to west, uh, the West Coast and probably into Canada as well. How, uh, how do people reach you? I'm sure they'd love to have the Rosh Hashiva visit their school or their neighborhood. How, how do people reach you during this trip? Well, uh, for the next week, uh, I, do, I do have a uh, U.S. number. They can reach me uh, at 212 729 Three one five eight. They can also go online. We have a dedicated uh, website uh, with uh, uh, email addresses, and the dedicated website is, is quite simple. It's www.makor with an m a makor dot org. And on there, there's all kinds of information, including including my email contact and my Israeli cell phone. And I assume if people want to donate. To the uh, to the um, establishment of the campus in memory of the three boys, they could do so on the website. They can do so on the website. We try to make it as easy as possible uh, with all kinds of simple means, and of course, tax deductible uh, status uh, for any donations and dedication opportunities on the campus. Um, how much total do you need to raise? Uh, we need to be raising a total, uh, I'll say it in, in Shkalim because exchange rates fluctuate. Uh, it's fi- about 50 million shekel, uh, which would be probably between 12 and 13 million dollars. Uh, the equivalent amount is coming from Israeli uh, government and other local sources. And of the 12, 13 that you're trying to raise, has a significant amount of it already been raised? Uh, this is really the uh, beginning of our campaign, although we have received, uh, raised thus far, uh, approximately one and a half million, wow. and uh, we did receive a very generous million-dollar uh, donation um, from, from one donor uh, who wishes that the Bet Midrash itself will be known as the Bet Midrash of Naftali Ilad Ve'el. Unbelievable. Unbelievable the way people have responded to this, I'll tell you. And as, and as we said earlier, uh, it, this would not have been possible. There would not be an expansion of the yeshiva. There would not be this type of physical growth without the terrible tragedy of last year. It just makes you think. Um, Steve, Rabbi Steve Solomon is with us. Anybody who wants information about the Makar Chaim campaign and participating in the expansion of the yeshiva and naming the campus for the three boys, uh, you can go to the website, makorchayim.org, M-A-K-O-R-Chayim.org. That's M-A-K-O-R-C-H-A-I-M.org. You could reach Rabbi Steve Solomon if you want to uh, speak with him or one of the Russian yeshiva who's traveling with him this week or have them at uh, your school or your shul or, uh, or group in your home, whatever the case may be. Uh, you can call him at area code 212 Three one five eight uh, for information. Rabbi Solomon, anything else you'd like to add? I just want to thank you, Nahum, uh, and uh, all of Kal Yisrael, 
what comes out of a tragedy, unfortunately, is unity very often. And uh, the message that I'm trying to uh, get across is we shouldn't wait for tragedies to unite us. We need achdut. This is what will be uh, bring ultimately the Mashiach and being able to build a Makom Torah through a, a, a real partnership across the world uh, is one major step uh, in, to be maybe the the Well said. Good luck this week, Rabbi Steve. I hope it goes really well. Thank you, Nachum. Friday morning broadcast, Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisro. This is JM in the AM.